All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. And welcome again to Invest Wisely with Walt Secura. As he said there, he's the managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors here in Fairlawn. And uh, for the next foreseeable future, we'll be doing a show via our live line. Uh, good morning, Walt. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you doing this morning? We're hanging in there, and uh, I guess the uh, you're hanging in there, too. It, uh, we know what's been happening at the market, the uh, big, big sell-off because of the virus uh, problems. Uh, how would you analyze that uh, from what happened last week? Sure, Bob. Well, I mean, just a real quick recap. You know, I mean, if you just are realistic and you take a look at what's happening, you know, there's so many stores now that have closed. You know, we have restaurants empty. Um, travel and events are virtually being canceled, you know, everywhere. Uh, manufacturing and production facilities are shut down. And as we said, the consumer is in their house. And, um, you know, we see that more and more. Um, you know, more states are going to total lockdowns and really only keeping businesses open that are essential to life-saving type of activities. So uh, the market had a, a really horrible week last week. You know, we continue to see the fear and the panic uh, really, you know, go through the market in, in a great way. Um, you know, there's no fact that this downturn is here. Um, the Dow Jones Industrial Average tumbled more than 10,000 points or 35% over the past month. Uh, last week alone, you know, we saw the Dow uh, fall 4,011.64 points, 17.3%. Uh, to 19,173.98. Uh, the S&P dropped 15% to 2,304.92, and the NASDAQ fell 12%, 12.6% uh, to 6,879.52. So this is the worst week we've seen since October 10, uh, 2008, which was uh, really in the middle of the financial crisis back at that time. Um, Interest rates, Bob, um, to kind of stay at low levels here. If you look at the Treasury rates, which we always look at, you know, those are the risk-free rates uh, with the implied safety of the U.S. Treasury. Uh, we have a one-year at 0.15%, a five-year at 0.52%, a 10-year at 0.92%, and a 30-year at 1.55%. Um, so, again, we, we just have a, a time of a lot of fear and panic and uncertainty and as we know, Bob, the market really doesn't like uncertainty. Well, we know, of course, that when the market is this uncertain, people tend to uh, to get panicky, to do things that uh, maybe they wouldn't uh, otherwise do. And uh, since no one can really predict what's going to happen in the future, what are you hearing from those who are trying to lay out realistic scenarios as to the future? Yeah, Bob, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, really smart people out there looking at this. It's it's really hard to get a handle on. Um, you know, there's so many variables that are moving. 
uh, at the same time. Um, you know, you have a, a lot of uh, monetary and fiscal policy, um, you know, responses that are trying to be made to, to deal with, uh, you know, the, the economy and what's happening. Um, you know, there's the coronavirus itself, which which has its own, you know, its own life and, and movement and, you know, the curve, as everybody's talking about, you know, it, we're, we're trying to flatten that curve. Um, and then you have, you know, companies out there, you know, reporting and, and, and trying to, you know, really save themselves. Um, so, so if you look at it, Goldman Sachs, who, you know, is always really considered to be the smartest guys in the room, um, you know, they're, they're established Wall Street firm for a long time. Um, you know, they see considerable more downside here. You know, they, they are saying that, you know, they see the debt, the S&P going down possibly to 2000. That's another, you know, uh, 10 to 15% drop from where we're currently at. Um, you know, I, again, it's anyone's guess. Uh, but they also see a really quick recovery uh, at the end of the year with the S&P bouncing back maybe to like 3,200. I, I think the key is, Bob, you can't get caught up in these predictions. You know, you can always find one you like or one that you favor. Uh, we continue to look at companies. You know, we continue to put our faith in, in what companies are doing and, and the companies that we think are going to come out of this uh, stronger uh, than when they went in because strong companies a lot of times come out of this a lot stronger uh, than when they entered. Once again, we're talking to Walt Sakira of Akron Wealth Advisors here in Fairlawn about the market and stock market and investing in the same. Uh, some of the terms that are being tossed around now as people think about the uh, the possible future of the market is the, the VIX index. I guess it's an index. What is the VIX, VIX, and uh, what does that mean to an investor? Yeah, this this index, Bob, was uh, really created back um, you know in the, in the uh, financial crisis years ago. Um, this is an index created by the Chicago Board Options Exchange. Um, it looks at market volatility. Um, it represents the market expectations of the next 30 days looking forward. So it's it's what really traders and investors consider to be the fear gauge or the fear index. Um, it gives us a reading, and um, you know, typically if the reading is 20 or under, um, that shows some certainty and stability. And when it goes above 30, you know, it, it indicates a lot of fear. Um, the index hit an all-time high on March 16th of 82.69. So that's way over that 30 measure uh, that we talk about. Uh, it just shows you the, the fear that's in the market. Um, it's been in the, the 80s, 70s, and this week, uh, there was a good sign on Friday. You know, that VIX index uh, moved down into the 66 range, extremely high still, Bob, by historical terms, um, you know, when you're looking for a, a 20 or a 30 reading. Um, but 66 is a lot better than 82, and it, and it shows that maybe some of this fear is uh, moving its way through the market at this point. And uh, as we look at what the Federal Reserve has been doing, uh, you know, the interbank rate is now virtually almost zero. Uh, do any of these measures uh, actually doing any good now? Yeah, I mean, the Fed, the Federal Reserve has done all they can, Bob. And, and, you know, the Federal Reserve's job is to ensure that our financial markets work, uh, that there's enough liquidity in the system so that, you know, people don't start worrying about uh, the failure of financial institutions, um, that there's enough cash, and that cash is actually, it means something, um, uh, you know, and that uh, there's enough lending, uh, short-term lending going on where, 
you know, companies that need commercial paper and, and short, certain short-term uh, instruments to fund payrolls and, and their short-term obligations with their business, that that money's there. So the Federal Reserve, is, is they've, they've pulled all their tools out of the toolbox again. Um, they opened up their quantitative easing methods that they had back in the financial crisis. As you said, they pushed interest rates virtually to zero. And and they're you know creating a lot of uh, um, of money in the in the system so that you know firms uh, you know can can do what they need to do and uh, so I, I think we've seen a good response by the Federal Reserve. And what about the the government, White House, the uh, congressmen, senators? They're, con- they're currently working on uh, some kind of a, a relief bill. Is that uh, going to be enough to respond to this crisis, or should they be doing uh, something else? Well, they're doing all they can, too. And, and again, you know, there's debates on whether whatever they do, if it'll be enough. I mean, we're talking about a trillion-dollar package, um, you know, and then, we, you know, even with the upsides up to $2 trillion, um, we're talking about, you know, sending checks to uh, consumers at a certain level of, of income or uh, financial, you know, wherewithal. Um, and, and again, I think they're, they're trying to come up with uh, a plan here. Uh, there's a lot of industries... Um, you know, crying out there right now that they need saved and they need money and they need infusion. Um, so, you know, a, a trillion dollars is, is a lot of money. Two trillion is a lot of money, Bob. And, you know, if our if our fiscal policy leaders go that far, I mean, they could stabilize, uh, you know, some, some of the shortfalls and some of the, the hemorrhaging that's going on here in the short run. But, again, we, we really need to, you know, see... Uh, consumers uh, get some confidence back and, and consumers able to go back out and live their lives and, you know, do the things that they were doing a little bit before we went into this. So from your perspective, what do you think is the key leading indicator at this point for your markets? You know, the, the key leading indicator, and I, I would never believe in my 30 years of doing this that I would say this, but it, it might be the health situation in Italy. Um, you know, I mean, if you look at the cases there, they were a late responder to the virus, very much like the United States. Um, they did not take a lot of the measures early on, as some other countries did in response to the coronavirus. And the impact there was quite significant, and, you know, they've been really doing a lot of social distancing and a lot of the things that we are, you know, we are attempting here now in the United States. And, you know, as we see their curve starting to flatten and the amount of cases, you know, starting to go down, I think that will be a really good sign for us because I think then we'll have maybe a, a smaller model of, of a time frame and what it may take for us to uh, get a handle on this coronavirus here in the United States. You're on WNR's Advice Line. We are live with Walt Secura, the managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors and Fairlawn in the Akron area. It's time to talk about Stock Talk. Well, it's a regular segment of the program in which we uh, give Walt a chance to talk about individual stocks and what he has seen even in this uh, in this uh, insane market. He's had over 30 years of uh, business and uh, doing this, and this is probably one of the most challenging times for anybody in this business. But if you have a, a stock that you're holding now or you're wondering maybe you should join everybody else and dump out of it or just have a question about the market, you can call us. Uh, again, we're live at 330-673-1234 here in Akron. Outside of Akron, it's toll-free at 800-669-4100, including on WNIR.com. Well, most people seem to be selling at this point. Are there any stocks out there that you would think would be worth buying? Yeah, I think there are, Bob. You know, I think that this is the only thing that keeps me sane uh, at the end of the day as we've gone through these last couple of weeks. It keeps me grounded and, 
you know, it keeps me from being overly fearful is that I'm looking at companies. And, um, you know, you see a lot of companies here that are starting to, uh, you know, are prospering, actually, in this. I mean, you know, we I had this discussion with a few clients this week where we talked about a company like Costco. And, you know, Bob, if you and I were executives at Costco or Walmart or Amazon, you know, we'd be feeling, I mean, we feel the stresses and we feel the challenges of our business, but our numbers are going to look really good. You know, I mean, when you talk about recession or being in a recession this quarter or next quarter, you know, Costco, Walmart, Amazon, they're they're going to all show pretty strong earnings uh, through this these three months and the next three months. I mean, it might be record earnings. Uh, you know, for some of these companies. So, it, you know, you have to look, I think, at each business individually, uh, and you have to continue to, you know, put your money where those that confidence lies. And, you know, that's what we do here for our clients, Bob. You know, we build portfolios, um, you know, typically of 20 to 30 stocks. Uh, I think where we're going to be when we come through this, you know, as I told you as we went into it, uh, we were fortunate enough to raise some cash. We we got up to about a twenty percent cash position before, uh, you know, the the real big sell off, uh, you know, came over the past couple weeks. And you know, we have some money to put back in, and and we're starting to try to identify areas to put that money back in. Uh, we we have nibbled at a few positions that you know we have confidence in, and 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 we'll continue to do that. Have you made any changes in your portfolios in this last week? We have, Bob. You know, we've continued to uh, move out of positions that, you know, we, we have less confidence in. Uh, we've continued to try to put money back into areas where, where we have confidence. Um, so, again, as we talked about, you know, there's, there's some winners that are going to come out of this. I think we still have a lot of confidence in some of our technology stocks. Um, you know, people talk about, you know, people working at home right now. Um, you know, a big part of Microsoft's business is the Skype application. Uh, which allows we have it here at Baird, where it allows us to work, you know, and, and conference and talk to people, you know, through through that application at different locations. Um, those kinds of technologies will probably come out of this as again as big winners. Um, so again, we we have confidence in certain areas of of retail. We have confidence in certain areas of technology, um, and we're continuing to search through ideas, trying to find the most attractive ideas uh, that we can we can make the changes and get our clients' money into. Well, you seem very confident. Um, is there any anything that could shake your confidence uh, in times like these? Uh, yeah, I'm I am extremely confident, Bob. You know, and I and I, again, no, I don't I don't believe I can be shaken. I mean, I I feel horrible. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the 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 kind of feeling in the pit of your stomach when you when you see values drop this quickly. I mean, this has been unprecedented. You know, the decline uh, in 2020. I mean, to get to a bear market, it took 19 trading days. I mean, we've never seen anything like that in history. That's like. Uh, I made the analogy it's like being in a boxing ring with Mike Tyson with your hands tied behind your back. You know, you're 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 getting hit and you're getting you know, you're getting hit hard and, and you're trying to just, you know, stay on your feet. Um at the same time I'm confident that, you know, we, we can continue to battle and you know, we're gonna come out of this in a very strong way for our clients. Um you know, we, we have some good results right now in comparison. It's a it's a hard comparison, Bob. You know, when you say, well, you know the market's down twenty eight percent. You know we have stocks that are only down ten or twelve percent, and that sounds horrible when you tell a client like, "Well, you know we have stocks that only went down ten percent." It doesn't sound very good, but you know I know in the long run, uh, those companies that have hung in, that have kept capital in a better in a better perspective, and if we continue to make the changes and 
and get our client's money positioned properly. When this thing does recover, we're going to come out in a, in a really good position. And, uh, you know, that's what we're going to continue to do. We're going to do it confidently. We're going to try to control our emotions. And, uh, you know, this is, this is where the hard work really, you've you got to be prepared and ready to do it. What about your clients? How, what are they doing at this point? Um, you know, most of them are good. You know, most of them are good. There's there's a lot of people that have been through this a few times, and uh, you know, they they saw the, you know, the sell off in the 2000s. They saw the sell off in 2007 and 2008. You know, they they might even been around when the, you know, we had the big market crash in '87 or the tech sell off. Um, so you know, a lot of them have seen it. They're they're not in panic. I mean, again, they're not going to be very happy to to get their statements uh, next month unless we get a quick uh, run back up here. But I think we've we've talked to most of them. Um, we have had some newer clients, you know, that that have just come in in the past uh, year or two that are struggling a little bit harder because they don't have that experience curve to draw on. So you know, we try to lend them our perspective and. And, and, you know, again, we're not trying to influence anybody. At the end of the day, people have to do what they're, they feel is right. They have to be able to sleep at night. Um, but at the same time, you know, this is where we try to really give the best advice and guidance that we can uh, for any client, whether they've been with us for a few years or they've been with us for 20 or 30 years. Walt Sakira is our expert. He's the managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors in Fairlawn. And again, he is live on the air with us to entertain your questions about the market, about investing, about what maybe you particularly could do right now. 330-673-1234 or 800-669-4100, including on WNIR.com. As you look past, again, to the other other crises that you have, have been through in your long, uh, more than 30 years of doing this, uh, is this any, any contrast to the, the tech bubble, uh, 2001, 9-11, or 2000, uh, 2007, 2009? Are there any similarities, or is this something that is completely different? Oh, there's always some similarities, Bob. I mean, I think the, the fear and panic is, is similar. Um, as we mentioned, you know, the, the, how rapid uh, the downturn uh, has been is, is quite different. Um, you know, we were looking at some numbers um, and some, some statistics, you know, when we saw at the end of February, you know, declining stocks, um, outnumbering advancing stocks on an 8-to-1 margin, uh, you know, that hadn't occurred in 70 years. Um, you know, you'd have to go back 70 years to try to find that. Uh, we also know that you know this the relentlessness of the sell off you know has been has been quite significant to get where we're at but again each one of those times you look back you know i think um you know you talk about the the world trade center event you know when the world trade centers were taken down by the terrorist attacks um it created a lot of fear um it created a lot of panic um a lot of people did cancel travel especially air travel you know for for a number of months um, after the, that, that is the tax happened, and there's some similarities there. Of what's happening in the travel industry with the fear of the coronavirus, and um, you know, it's gone to a different level here with you know us really restricting and you know mandated um, you know non-travel uh, going on. Uh, you, you talk about you know the the sell-off um, back in the tech bubble. You know, we saw technology and some of the very high-price uh, securities sell off very quickly. You know, I mentioned, Bob, as we were coming into this year, that we had an unprecedented run-up um, in the markets. We we definitely had some overvaluations, and we definitely have seen some companies, you know, the, the airs come out of the bubble. You know, some of those stocks that were overpriced 
uh, really, you know, fell more more dramatically than others. Um, you know, every situation there there are always some similarities and some differences, but I think at the end of the day, um, you know, the playbook here I think for us is to uh, be confident. It's again to manage. You know, we're not watching these accounts. I think um, you know a lot of people watch their money. They they become. Uh, hesitant to make any changes. We are definitely, you know, making changes. We want to be in our best ideas. Uh, we'll continue to make those changes, and we'll put our clients' portfolios in the best positions uh, to recover uh, when when we we start to see the movement up. Let's take some calls now for Walt Sakira of Akron Wealth Advisors in Fairlawn. Good morning, you're on WNIR. Good morning. I was going to ask your expert with the Fed at with interest rates at zero percent. How does he feel about the electric utilities now that they've come down quite a bit? And it looks like those rates now on the dividends are 45 maybe even 5% on some really good div- uh, electric utilities. Thank you. I'll listen. Okay. Yeah, very good question. Yeah, I think there are some opportunities. You know, we've, we've always liked utility stocks to some degree. Um, you know, I think it is an industry where you need it. Um, you know, I know at my household and most every business or household that I know, you know, the, the, the electricity has to stay on. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of devices that are plugged into that that keep us connected with the world. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a very astute, um, you know, uh, you have to be careful. I think the, the one thing you want to do is check the financial stability of all the utilities, and you have to make sure that the dividends are safe, that, that the payout ratios are reasonable, uh, that they can continue to pay those dividends, uh, even if you know there's a little bit of financial stress in the system. So, uh, utilities that have a, a, a lower debt obligation that manage their uh, operations well, it may not be always the highest yield, but I think there are some really good yielding utilities out there that you could take a look at today. You know, another thing we can ask you about, which is a, I think a fair question: How are you at uh, at Akron Wealth Advisors handling? Uh, the, uh, the the restrictions, uh, the social distancing. Are you all working from home at this point, or and how do you meet with clients? That sort of thing. Yeah, our company hasn't really mandated. We we have a, a smaller office here, Bob. Um, you know, there's two Baird offices out here in West Akron. Um, there's one over on uh, Embassy Parkway, and then my partner and I have a very small office here on West Market Street. Um, you know, across from the cemetery, not not far from Summit Mall. Um, they've they've allowed us to to go to skeleton staffs. You know, they they definitely are, um, you know, advising that if anyone is uncomfortable or if they have any issues, um, you know, that that would put them at higher risk. That they should definitely try to work from home. Um, you know, our company definitely has the ability to allow people to to you know anywhere in the world. That's why I always say, no matter where I'm at, as long as I have a a good internet connection and my cell phone, I can work and. You know, that's what's nice about our industry is we do have that flexibility. So Barrett is very responsive. Um, as always, it's been on the Fortune 100 um, best places to work. And, you know, they've been very responsive and very attentive to making sure that people feel safe and, and you know, can work in the way that they want to. Uh, my partner and Dan and I, you know, we're kind of stubborn old guys. We're going to keep coming in here as long as we don't show any symptoms. And, uh you know, we were laughing that we should bring a thermometer in here, start checking each other, I guess, before we let each other in the door. But, you know, we plan to be at our office uh, every day and, and continue to be here for our clients. Take another call for Walt Sakira on WNIR. Go ahead. You're on the air. Uh, hi. Uh, I've, I've called uh, before uh, and asked your uh, guest about uh, ExxonMobil. 
I have uh, over 300 shares, and and really the main reason I have it is because of the dividend, because I'm getting over a thousand dollars a year in uh, dividends. And I know there's been a lot of speculation about uh, whether they're going to cut their dividend, uh, and then just the, the the future of the stock in general with the oil industry and and you know the spat between Russia and uh, Saudi Arabia going on now. Uh, what what does your guess think of uh, Exxon Mobil? Yeah, very good question. Um, yeah, ExxonMobil is one that um, we have owned in the past. Um, we did sell it off a little bit earlier in the year uh, when we felt that there was going to be a lot of pressures, um, you know, coming into energy. Had been under pressure for a long time. You know, I think when the Saudi Arabia has basically uh, cut the price of oil dramatically, and we saw oil drop down into the twenty dollar barrel barrel range, we knew that was going to be very difficult for Exxon and. You know, really, any American company is really not set up to be profitable at, at that type of rate per barrel. Um, you're right; there is financial stress. Um, you know, I know this company has a good dividend policy. The last thing they want to do is is to you know cut or suspend the dividend. But uh, survival is important, and again, the trend is important. If other companies and in other industries uh, start cutting the dividend, um, I think it's a message that's being sent, and I think the board of directors will do what's appropriate for the business and the outlook for the business. So that risk is definitely heightened. Um, I think you have to pay attention, and uh, you know, would not surprise me if there was some type of uh, adjustment to the dividend. You know, as as we look over the next year. Okay. Um, well, how do you see the stock in general? I mean, as far as the price. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, I think at this price, if you're ever going to buy it, you know, it's probably not a bad entry point. Um, you know, we, we have moved away from, I mean, energy, we only, this is the last one we owned, you know, and uh, we moved away from it uh, earlier, you know, and, and before the big sell-off came here. Um, I don't see myself coming back into it personally for our clients, but, um, you know, anybody that would be considering Exxon, I mean, now is definitely a time to to take a hard look at it and, uh, you want to buy it when everybody hates it, and you want to buy it at a low. And I mean, it's definitely here. Um, I think you buy it with the assumption that you know that dividend might be under a little bit of stress. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I did buy a little bit more because I mean, <laughs> about uh, thirty-three dollars a share. I mean, it was hard to pass up. You know? Oh, it is. It's hard to. It's hard to pass up. And again, I think if we hadn't owned it. Um, and lived with it, you know, for a period of time where it was going lower ourselves. You know, we we might be looking at it a little bit differently here. Um, you know, we sold back at on February 26 around 56 dollars a share, and um, you know, again, it wasn't because we were trying to be smarter than anyone else. We just wanted to get a little bit of cash to the sidelines. We were kind of in our cash raise kind of moments. Um, so again, here wouldn't wouldn't be a bad place to to look as an entry point. Okay, thank you. Well, thank you for your call. Again, Walt Sakira, managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors here in the uh, most extraordinary times for all of us, including including the stock market. So as we sit there and uh, look at the at the coming week, uh, what can you possibly uh, predict or forecast what you'll be looking for and what might have to happen? Well, we, we've all become, you know, very interested in, in viruses. And, you know, and we're going to continue to watch the numbers here of the, of the corona cases and uh, you know the big the big word these days is the flattening of the curve. Bob, we're going to get sick of hearing that, but I mean we're we're going to pay attention to that. And like I said, we'll definitely pay attention to Italy. I think that's kind of a you know a pretty good indicator maybe of of time frames and 
you know, what we might be able to expect based on how we handle things. Uh, we'll see what the you know what they say tomorrow. I know the government's in there trying to come up with a big package, and you know hopefully we'll get some details of that tomorrow or sometime this week. And uh, you know I think a lot of the economic numbers aren't going to be as significant here for a while. I even think some of the earnings numbers aren't going to be significant here for a while. I, I think we really have to get some resolve and some confidence back um, that we have a handle on this virus and that uh, we can get back to operating as as a little bit more as normal. I mean. A lot of behaviors might have changed through this. We we talked about it. You know, people might find that their lives aren't so bad, slowing down a little bit. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that all plays out. Once again, Walt Secair is managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors on West Market Street here in Fairlawn. You can uh, reach him at 234-466-7476, 234-466-7476, or toll free at 844-388-4953, 844 844- Three eight eight four nine five three. They invest their clients' money in, in individual stocks and custom-created portfolios for every single client. So, again, these are strange times. Uh, Walt, I want you to make sure that you stay safe and you keep your family safe and and, uh, and healthy. And, and uh, again, uh, good Lord willing, we'll talk to you again next week here on WNIR Kent Akron at 830. Sounds great, Bob. We wish the same for you. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Amazon.com, symbol A-M-Z-N. Costco Wholesale Corporation, symbol C-O-S-T. Microsoft Corporation, symbol M-S-F-T. Walmart Inc., symbol W-M-T. And Exxon Mobil Corporation, symbol X-O-M. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated makes a market in all of the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast.